0: On today's episode, we are gonna be talking about a major change that Google is rolling out that's gonna impact everybody's website out there on the entire internet. This is gonna be important for any manufacturer out there who cares about SEO, that cares about ranking well on Google and improving your awareness, which is everybody, right? But we're gonna dive into the nitty gritty and break down for you the specifics and how it applies to your business, what changes you need to be making, and how you can ensure that you're going to continue to improve your awareness across the board as this change rolls out. With that, let's dive into the episode.
1: Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition.
0: All right, everybody, welcome to Smarter Building Materials Marketing, where we believe your online presence should be your best salesperson. I am Zach Williams, alongside my co-host, Beth Popnikolov. And today... We're going to be nerding out with you, talking about some changes that are happening on Google's end that are going to impact you as a marketer, as a building product manufacturer. Google is notorious for making changes. Sometimes they let us know in advance. Sometimes they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about what we know about a change that's being rolled out, how it impacts you, and what you can do to make sure that you're ready for it.
1: Yeah. So Zach, this is like one of the main questions we've been getting for the last six months. Somewhere in the fall of 2020, Google announced that they were releasing a new algorithm update. Zach mentioned at the top of the podcast, sometimes they tell us when these algorithm updates are happening like this time. Apparently they didn't think there was like enough unpredictability in 2020. They just thought they'd like drop the bomb of algorithm update and exit. Um, So we've been getting tons of questions ever since, and they actually have given some really good transparency on what's going to be involved. I think they knew a lot of websites would need some time to get in line. So basically, this is going to be one of the biggest algorithm changes of the year. Google typically rolls out two to three massive algorithm changes every year. We've already started to see a bit of it roll out as we enter into mid-June, but it won't fully be in effect until August. But let's get into a little bit of what we think it's going to be. So This algorithm update is called New Core Web Vitals, and what you need to know is that it's continuing to move search results into more user-focused metrics. Google's algorithm has been getting smarter and has some more insights over the last couple of years. And this is now going to have a really main focus on the health of a web page's metrics and vitals. And we're going to get a little bit into the details of what that is like, what is involved in that in this podcast so you know how to properly update your website so that you don't get dinged in the search results as this algorithm update is rolled out.
0: I think, Beth, one thing that's important to know is, you know, for us to ask the question, well, why is Google doing this? Why do they always change their algorithm? Part of it is because they want to make more money. Um,
1: (laughs) Always. It's always part of it. Let's be honest. It's fine.
0: But they know that, like, user trends and user habits change. And one thing that they're trying to do as a search tool is make the search results in the websites that they list more in line with user experience and what people expect when they visit a website. So yeah. these new core web vitals are really focused on three components, which we're going to break these down, but content loading is Number one, interactivity is number two and visual stability is number three. Now you listen to those three and you're like, well, what in the world does that mean? We're going to talk about that. But the really at the core of what Google is trying to do is deliver the best possible experience mm-hmm. from their website to the pages that they list organically in their search results. So if you think about it, what they're trying to do is make sure that if somebody goes to Google and they trust Google for the results that they're getting, that the experience that they see when they visit a website is conducive with what Google knows that people need, which means speed. They need obviously speed. They need the interactivity of those pages to be on point, And they need visual stability, which we'll talk about what that means here in a minute. But they've been gradually advancing towards this in their algorithm over the last year. And one thing to note, and this is just a stat that we use, but 53% of all traffic online comes from organic search. We've seen this number you know, fluctuate because Google is trying to push their ads, obviously, and they want more ad revenue. But still, over half of all web traffic comes from organic search results. So if you're a manufacturer and you're like, hey, I want to make sure I'm still driving awareness, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm still ranking well on Google, this is going to be really, really important for you. Let's start by diving into... What are Google's core web vitals? What do they see as important?
1: Yeah, okay. So, before we get into the deep crux of what's going to change, let's talk about the basics. What are core web vitals? So, as Zach mentioned, you know, even though they're rolling out algorithm updates, even though it can feel really inconvenient, and frankly, revenue is always going to be a consideration. No judgments, Google. Revenue is a good thing. They also want you to have a good user experience. They want to earn your trust. They want you to believe that if I put in a search query, I'm going to get results that are relevant, that are going to answer my question, that are going to get me where I need to go. So that really is always at the center of the decisions that they're making. And they've always looked at things like page speed. They've looked at content. We all know that there's like that crawl the page that are actually able to read the text. And then that's how they end up in the search queries. So in the past, the process was like, it was just basically the basics, right? Like they looked at the results, they brought them to the front of the table, and it's gotten smarter and smarter over the years. But now we're starting to really get into some deep dive metrics, like Zach was talking about. And what it's going to ultimately deliver higher quality content, more relevant to search intent, and it's also going to audit for things like mobile friendliness, safe browsing, basic experience signals like that. But really Google is taking it to the next level this time. They're looking, as they look at core web vitals, they're going to be looking at things that apply to best practices, and if you have lower scores, that's actually going to hinder you more than ever. Up until What this means basically is that up until this point, if you had really good content, but a really slow site, it didn't necessarily immediately impact your ranking. It was a factor, but not to the level that it is right now. If you've been banking on the fact that your page has withstood the test of time over the last several algorithm updates, this would be the time to start to really look at how can you improve things like loading page speed, like the amount of time that it takes for people to navigate on your site, bounce rates, things like that. Relevant content is always going to be important, but website performance is coming to the forefront. And if your site is outdated, unreasonably slow, has things going on in the background that are keeping your pages from getting started really quickly, it's immediately going to start to hurt you as these web core vitals are rolled out in full force in August.
0: Well, I think if you break it down, Beth, it really comes down to user experience, yes. right? So, if you mentioned a minute ago, you know, content was is always been incredibly important. Google wants to serve the best possible content to users. They also look at things like how many links and the quality of those links that are going to the site. They look at page speed. But this is really a big shift towards moving towards user experience Mm -hmm. on your site, which is, I mean, if you told me that five, 10 years ago, I'd be like, that's crazy. How are they going to measure that? But they're they're doing that because they want it to be a very easy user experience for people because they know that that is how they're going to maintain trust with the general population is making sure that if I'm on a phone, as Beth mentioned, it's quick, it's easy. I get what I want and move on. Right. So... Let's dive into these three things a little bit more specifically. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to nerd out. So we're going to share some terms with you (laughs) that Google is sharing with us just to make sure you're educated. But the first item here really focuses on loading. Specifically, what they're calling it is largest contentful paint. So LCP, it's the first core web vital in Google's list. Now, I know this might sound a little complicated, but really what it refers to is the average loading time of the main content found on a given page. So if you've got a blog article and the content on that page is listed there, what they're looking at is how long does it take for that content to load? So let's say you've got a blog article or something like that. The main content on that page might include media like imagery or videos and text. What Google is going to use LCP or largest contentful paint to determine is how fast the first meaningful piece of content or the LCP loads. So, how fast is it that piece of content load? And it's not just about how fast your page loads as well, it's an indicator of proceed load speed. aka how quickly does the main visible content take to appear as well? So when I say that, and for those of you that are, are nerding out with me, they look at you know the development side of things, you can have content load really quickly on the server side, but to the user, it takes a little bit longer to display. Google's looking at display, like actually showing to the user, the visitor because that's what really falls into that user experience category. So this is scored on a page level, not a domain level, meaning you can have 1,000 pages on your website. It's looking at it on a page-by-page level, not a domain level as well. So that's why you need to be thinking about this across the board. Maybe you have a few pages that rank really well. You need to be looking at the page load times for those pages to ensure that they continue to rank well. So the number we aim to shoot for as well is right under that 2.5-second range is where we try to aim. Now, not every page can load underneath of that. Not every site can load underneath that. I understand. But if you're looking for a benchmark, a metric to go, hey, are we going to make sure we're safe when this rollout really happens? Measure those pages against that 2.5 second range. Okay.
1: Yeah, and Zach, we can put in the show notes, there's tons of websites you can go to that will quickly test the speed of both your website and individual pages. So if you're wondering how you even begin to gather that knowledge, we'll include some links in the show notes about where to go to get those tests. They're really quick and easy. You literally will just put your domain or the URL into the website and you'll get back some great information and it'll potentially even highlight, hey, this is above a 2.5 seconds. And here are some quick steps that you can take to immediately reduce that time.
0: Oh, yeah. Google has its own page speed tracker that we yes, that we use exactly. often. Now, some of our developers love and hate that thing because sometimes <laughs> they tell you to do things that aren't necessarily truly beneficial, but it's their standards and we want to rank well, so we will follow them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <That's> exactly right. <laughs> but
0: really what it comes down to is making sure your site is quick and fast. And so if, if your site's already performing well, you're going to be set up well for this. But it's really about the individual page speed. Cool.
1: Yeah and it's worth noting here and it actually leads into the second web vital which we'll talk about right now but it's worth noting here that like genuinely this is for your benefit as well like yes. this isn't just for the benefit of the algorithm there is data upon data upon data to show that the faster your page loads the more time people will spend there and the more time they spend there the more likely they are to convert just plain and simple i don't even have to like throw statistics at you for us to all understand the simple logic that follows that idea, right? So it's not just like, okay, let's all get in line with the new things that Google is requiring of us. Google is actually getting in line with what it has seen from a user experience standpoint, and it's asking all websites to become aligned with user experience best practices, which is just generally a good idea.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at Amazon. Like we talk about this all the time. Like how much money do they invest in ensuring that their site is faster than any other platform out there? Like they're investing a ton into speed because they know that the faster they make their site, the more conversions that happen, the more money they make, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really important. Beth, let's dive into the second core web vital.
1: Yeah. So very closely aligned to the LCP is the second core web vital, which is interactivity. The measuring stick here is called First Input Delay, F-I-D, or your FID score. The FID. So,
0: FID. <laughs> <laughs> no, one's exact, no one's adopted no, that No term one yet. calls it
1: that, but <laughs> let's make it happen. Feel free to talk about it that way. Anyway, so basically what this is measuring is the amount of time between when somebody takes an action, clicks a button, and when that action actually takes place on your website. So we've all had the experience where you fill out a form, you click Submit, And then nothing happens and you're just kind of looking at it and you're like, I clicked the button. I didn't click the button. Did I not click the button where you wanted me to click the button? And then like four seconds later, you're like, oh, the page refreshes and takes you to the confirmation page and you get whatever you were expecting to download or whatever. That's what this is measuring. And that experience is super annoying. So what Google is looking to do is reduce that annoyance factor. Maybe they could call it the annoyance factor score.
0: I like that. I think it's good. Yeah. They, they wouldn't do that. They're like, they're engineers. You know, they wouldn't do that. Yes. But, yeah.
1: It's not the annoyance factor score. It's the FID. It's actually FID. But you can also call it the annoyance factor. Anyway, so I'm going to get a little technical with from a timing standpoint. They are looking for you to have a score fewer than 100 milliseconds However, anything more than 300 milliseconds is going to start to significantly impact your SEO performance. Now, we as like humans and our abilities cannot count 100 milliseconds or 300 milliseconds. So this is again where we would recommend you either would need a developer to look into and help you measure how fast your site is taking these actions, or there's links that we can include in the show notes to have some measurements and run speed tests as well. Again, this falls into that category of like, this is genuinely just something you should do. Like if we were working on a website, this would be one of the very first things that we would look at because it significantly impacts your conversions. If somebody thinks they have filled out a form and then they actually don't know if anything has happened or not, they are likely to actually exit your site even before that form is submitted into your CRM, which is painful to think about. They can be interested, they're a marketing or sales qualified lead, they fill out the form, they click the button, but they get so annoyed waiting that they can actually exit before it fires on the back end. So you don't capture that lead. That is like really, really compelling.
0: True. Finally, the third core web vital is visual stability. So we've talked about speed, we talked about interactivity, visual stability is really focused on making sure that when a page loads, it doesn't jolt around. And what they're calling this is cumulative layout shift, CLS. So cumulative layout shift, what that focuses on, if you've ever visited a website before, and then you notice that the parts and pieces of it kind of load in a little bit janky, maybe it shifts the page around as things load. They are basically saying that needs to stop if your site does that. And if it does do that, they're going to knock you from a performance and ranking standpoint. I personally think this is really interesting because, up to this point, we know from a user experience perspective that that can cause issues from conversion. But it's interesting to see this move into actual search ranking, too. And so, this is one area when you're thinking about your CLS score, you need to be looking at how your page loads and just looking at this with the lens of an actual user, a visitor, you know, testing this out on multiple different types of browsers, testing this out on multiple different devices. And you want to make sure you're optimizing this to make sure that as somebody clicks on a given page, it loads seamlessly, naturally, and fluently. It feels like a very organic, easy load, not like a, you know, as things kind of shift in almost like a Tetris game, right? This is one area that's going to definitely impact things too. So you want to make sure you're looking at this as well.
1: I'm just gonna say, I'm a huge fan of this algorithm update. I think it's moving things in the right direction, but sometimes Google does these massive algorithm updates, pages that have been at a certain ranking for a very long time are suddenly dinged, and there's no real clear reason why. You can make guesses, but they're very, they're a little shady sometimes about the rhyme and reason behind why things are impacted. I love that they're being super upfront and transparent, and this is like genuinely a win-win. These are things that your website should do. These are updates that you should make. They're not asking you to do some like roundabout thing just because it seems like a good idea for them and for their ad structure and things like that. So I'm I'm a huge fan of this update.
0: Well, the other thing too is they're giving you a good amount of transparency here too, Beth.
1: And a ton of time up front to make it happen.
0: Yeah, so if you've got analytics and you've got Google Analytics installed and you've got Google Search Console as well, they actually will report to you and show you bottlenecks that exist within this. Yeah. So there's going to be this new quote unquote core web vitals report inside of Google search console that you can reference to. And so that's going to give you a point you go, Hey, here are the things you need to fix. Here are the things you need to improve. So we know that this episode is really focused on breaking these things down, but at the end of the day, there's a ton of great tools out there that you can use and reference to make sure their site is set up for success to ensure that you're not only continuing your ranking on Google, but also improving it, right? Like that's the main goal. Awesome. Well, that wraps up the show. We hope you found this helpful. This is a little bit more technical, but we thought it would be beneficial to share with you all. If you like this content, make sure you go to vendiocom slash podcast to subscribe. Until next time, I'm Zach Williams alongside Beth Popnikolov. Thanks, everybody.